And another thing And another thing And another thing And another thing Welcome to another episode of And Another Thing, the podcast that continues to set the bar in the world of podcasts. My name is Jody Jenkins. My name is Tony Clement. And this is going to be a banter episode where you and I just let it rip on issues of the day. Mano a mano. Here we go. And I'm sure that we've got lots to talk about. Because it's been yes, a while. It's been a while. And how you feeling? How's how's every, everything going? How's your family? Good. Everyone's busy with life. And I was sick for a couple of weeks, feeling good now. Excellent. I'm busy with work, busy with golf events, which, by the way, I still have your flag from your yes. generous sponsorship. Like, you never come. Well, actually, you go to Ottawa, but you never stop. You never pull into Belleville, so. Well, I, I I don't know. The last time I flew, so that's why. But uh, I'll, I'll have to of course, pick up. You're, that you're heading up the conservative fund. Why wouldn't you fly? <laughs> makes sense. That makes sense. Thank <laughs> you for that. Yes, all those hundreds of volunteer hours coming out. Was um, it a golf stream? <laughs> yeah, a golf stream. Yeah, sure. Hey, uh, uh, speaking of something, uh, are you st- are you still golfing? I, I am. I played. I've played just like uh, I think three or four times in the last month. I'm just I'm I'm down to just playing Fridays now. So okay, okay, because I played last Friday and last Sunday. So yes, I, I saw I, that. I saw that. I live vicariously through your Instagram. So oh, okay. Well, yep, I always I, try to take photos of the lovely Muskoka uh, Bay and Halliburton Highlands. Yeah, and Muskoka Bay and what is it, Blairhaven or something? Or Blairhampton. Sorry, Blairhampton okay, in Minden. Yeah. Yes. Right near my cottage. Our, sorry, my in-laws' cottage. Your in-laws' cottage. <laughs> well, my uh, my son's wife's dad and I play every year. So there you go. Yes. And how? what is that course like? You know, it's not bad. Uh, the back nine is especially challenging. And um, it's a little bit wider in the fairways than I'm used to because my course in Port Sydney. Uh, uh, North Granite Ridge is notorious for its very narrow fairways, but uh, so I had a little bit of extra room, and uh, we had a little bit break, of fun. Did you break a hundred? I did. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Oh, so you only played nine holes. <laughs> very, very funny. Yes, you're so. Hello, you are <laughs> a really big shoe. Yeah, we're we're just rocking and rolling here, aren't we? It's great. Yeah. All right. So, of course, this show is brought to you each week by the great team at Municipal Solutions, John Mutton and the crew there. You can find them online at municipalsolutions.ca. Uh, we certainly appreciate their support as being our presenting sponsor week in and week out. And, Tony, I know that you can share more about what they do. Yes, I can, Jody, because Municipal Solutions is Ontario's leading MZO firm, Municipal Zoning Orders. That means if you need a development approvals or permits to be expedited or planning services with municipalities, engineering or architectural services, even minor variances and land severances, they are there for you. John and the gang are waiting. They are at municipalsolutions.ca. And while I've got the mic, I can also remind that we are on terrestrial radio 
every Saturday morning at 8.30 a.m. on Hunter's Bay Radio 88.7 FM in Muskoka, huntersbayradio.com. There you go. You still get people stopping you in the street saying, Tony, got the last show. It's wonderful. You know, it. it I, I do get a little bit of that. Yes, I, I can say that. Okay, serious question. Do you get more people mentioning this show on that station or do you get more people mentioning your rock and shindig uh it's a toss-up i it depends certainly last saturday i did a i I actually was during the thanksgiving weekend i did a rock and shindig and so that was higher profile then i would have to say okay yeah interesting a nice show then and uh i continue to do good shows i've been doing that now for probably 11 years jody your rock and shindig yeah really yeah Wow, well, you'd think you, I, I figured you'd be better at it then. <laughs> <laughs> where where do I find these? Uh, where do I find these on the system here that we're using? Well, it's uh, top secret. You don't okay. have access to those, so uh, I guess not. Where no. where should we where should we start? Actually, I have a, a different sound effect in here. Like if we start with, uh, I could play this uh, sound effect while we open up. Maybe we start our discussion on uh, the inquiry into the Emergencies Act. And maybe we start there with what's been going on with this inquiry. Did the government need to invoke the Emergencies Act? So do we want to start there? (laughs) Plot thins, Jody. That's all I can say. What's that? The plot thins. Well, but we can use that dramatic piano for a lot of different stuff. We can... What else could we use it for? Like well, when Pakin uh, comes on next week, maybe we can use it for that. Yes. Steve Pakin is our guest next week. Steve recently moderated a mayoral debate that I saw. Yes. Where, where John Tory was interrupted by a candidate who did not have a podium on the stage and still felt that he needed to get his message out. And I will be asking Mr. Pakin about what I perceive to be a mishandling of that situation. The piano really changes everything. I know it. It really does add the drama, doesn't it? Yeah, it does add the drama. Yeah. Like we could even like even we could met like I'm sure we could even incorporate like uh, your new role with the conservative fund. <laughs> Tony, tell us what do you do for the conservative fund? Well, Jody, it's top secret. I can't talk. Oh man. Okay. Where do you want to start? What do you want to talk well, about? I wanted to start with uh, I, my now habitual complaining. Can I start with something else and then we can get back to the emergencies act, but I wanted to start with uh, the insane cost of going to concerts these days. The ticket prices are out of this world. And of course the, uh, my rock world was, uh, was very excited about the return of the original lineup for Blink-182 and their, and their world tour. I think they're doing 100 dates or something like that. And then lo and behold, you go onto the Live Nation site or Ticketmaster, and it's like uh, with the surge pricing they have now for concert tickets, it's like 700 bucks a ticket for a, for a decent, you know, what used to be like 150 or 75 and uh, I just think that they're starting to kill the goose that lays the golden eggs. And uh, people who were very excited about seeing Blink-182 are wondering what the heck they have to do to get, you know, a, de- a decent ticket price. So 700 uh, bucks for one ticket. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all I yeah. can say about that, Tony, in your situation is thank <laughs> goodness for the conservative fund. 
I was able to secure an entire <laughs> half of an arena. Yes, <laughs> and it's all for please, a fair please continue to donate. <laughs> oh uh, my gosh, it's funny. I'm not so here. Here's the deal. I am not into concerts. Could care yes, less. I know you are. Like you live and breathe for them, which is great. You have a passion for it. I do. I they do nothing for me. Okay. Um, I saw a bunch of people that I know posting about Blink 182. I never, I didn't, wasn't even really into Blink 182. And they were so like I, one of the big '90s bands. Yeah, but I, I, I was '90s hip hop man. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you really did get into that, didn't you? I, I'm not a, I'm not a Blink 182 guy. In fact, I'd take some 41 over Blink 182 any day of the week. What, because it's less than 182? Because there's some 41? No, I think some 41 was better. They were a good. They were a good little band. I'd I'd see them again for sure. Derek good. Whipley and the gang. Yeah, some forty one. Yeah, I'd see them. I've seen them before. Well, those of you who don't know, is Tony once had a private concert with some forty one, courtesy of the Conservative Fund. <laughs> the Conservative Fund of Canada. Yes. Uh, oh, you, know what, you know what? People people are going to be like scanning podcasts, and Pierre's probably getting this like clips of this. And do you know that Tony Clement is involved in some? sarcastic program where they're mocking the conservative <laughs> he's gonna get a full report well you know you have to be careful sometimes look at our former guest danielle smith who got into a little trouble because of some past comments she said about ukraine and russia on one of her oh did she see i i must be out of the loop i'm not even paying attention i just oh, was happy goodness. that she's the premier now and well you I know tell you, tony look at let's look at her track record here no Let's look at our track record. Like Just for those that are tuning in, we're going to go over our track record. If you're new to the show, David Pacini was on the program, did a heck of a job, elevated to the Minister of the Environment for the province of Ontario. Danielle Pierre Polyev, been a guest at least twice, I believe. I'm pretty sure twice. Yeah. Now the leader of, of the official opposition. Very, very likely. Well, I'm guaranteeing it now. Our next prime minister of Canada. And he was on the show twice, did a wonderful job. Um, Danielle Smith did a wonderful job, premier of Alberta now. Um, then you look at the downside. I think, was Aaron O'Toole on the show before? Yes, we, we want to thank, thank Aaron for his service, but he was on the show. <laughs> yes, yeah. but but he didn't do a great job. And guess <laughs> what? Things went sideways. Andrew Shear, was, he was on once, right? I don't think so. No, and look what happened to him. And look what happened to him. Jason yeah. Kenny, did he ever come on? No, he no. did not. Look what happened to him. So exactly. I'm just saying there is a direct correlation to being on our show and doing a good job and the level of success you will achieve in life. And then next week we'll find out whether Patrick Brown is successful in Brampton because oh, he was in our show. He was. And he, uh, yeah, his, yeah. So there's another example of when things go a little sideways, but yeah. Steve Pakin will be on next week. And like we mentioned earlier, this will be his fourth appearance. I was going to say third, but I could be wrong. Third? Feels it? like his fourth. Oh, my word. It's got to be his fourth. It's not his third. Wow. He's really. You know deep. what? You know what? You know who will correct us? Steve Pakin. If we're wrong, he will correct us. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And, but, I, and uh, I read his 300 page book in preparation for this interview. Which book? Well, he's got a new book out. That's why he's doing the the tour. That's oh, what, the John Turner one is out now. It's it's out in the next couple of weeks, I believe. Yes. Oh, see, and you already have a copy. 
I had a, an advanced copy. He oh, wanted- let me guess. It's signed. No, it's not. It's 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 just a bunch of pages slapped together, uh, but it has the final like re- redacted and stuff. No, it, it it has the what what they thought was the final text. I found I found a couple of things to correct, and I sent them in so that in in the actual print edition, uh, it's as accurate as possible. And uh, I really enjoyed it. I, I really enjoyed his his writing and the subject matter. So there you go. Well, I'm going to write that down that Steve, I'm going to remember to mention that, that Steve didn't ask me if I wanted an advanced copy. Here's the piano. Steve, wait, <laughs> wait, yeah, sorry, hold on. There we go. Reminder to self to ask Steve why I did not get a Word. advanced copy, an advanced copy. I feel like that, what's that, what's that uh, bit they do on the Jimmy Fallon show there where it's, uh, what is it? Thank you notes or you know what I'm talking about? And all of a sudden he like he starts to write and then the dramatic. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah. it thank you notes or something? Oh, I thought it was the nasty Twitter, but that no, means- it's not nasty Twitter. It's another bit called like thank you notes or um, okay. memo to self or something. like that. Are you saying you ripped off this whole bit from Jimmy Fallon? Is that what no, you're No, no. I just rem- it, when you told me to write that or sorry, when you told me to play the music while I was writing that. Uh-huh. Down, that's okay. when all of a sudden I was like, oh, shoot, this is kind of like that bit that. So I ripped off Jimmy Fallon. You ripped off Jimmy Fallon? Well, yeah, well you're just telling oh, me. No, you're saying, well, you didn't, you did it unknowingly. Okay, that's true. So you were just an unwitting, unwitting, what's the word I'm looking for? You're unknowingly accomplice or something. <laughs> yeah, I'm a dupe, whatever. So yeah. back to Danielle Smith, though. So is she yeah. in like big trouble or is she okay well, now? Not really. She had to issue a. Uh, an explanation that she was sorry what she said when she was a broadcaster about Ukraine and Ukrainians, and she's four square behind Ukraine against Russia and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, the usual cancel crowd, uh, oh, you know, this is, uh, this is terrible what she said eight months ago. And uh, now, of course, the, the, the liberal Twitterati now are saying, why hasn't Pierre Polyev spoken out against this? And why, why is he defending Daniel Smith? And, you know, it's the usual stuff on Twitter. Yeah, I'm just, I got, I got two words for you. Made in America. Oh, shoot, that's, that's three <laughs> words. Sorry. My that was classic. <laughs> okay, so where do we go from here? Well, what you, you want, want to talk about the Emergencies Act. Yeah, I, 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 you know what? I don't even like. I get. I don't know. I'm torn on this one because I'm like, how boring is our country right now when this is like top news every day? I mean, I don't know. I just, I think it's a waste of time. But that's just me. Well, they they are required by the legislation to have this public hearing. And is to, that because once you invoke that act, you uh, you have to kind of justify why you did it, right? Yes. Yeah. And it has to be by an independent uh, judicial inquiry, and that's what they're doing. So we're going to have Justin Trudeau on the stand for this, too. Yeah, but what's what's going to come of this? Well, oh. I guess I guess the, the judge has to opine whether there was enough grounds to invoke the Emergencies Act, given all of the evidence that has been deposed. Okay, so let's say the judge said, no, there wasn't. Then what happens? absolutely nothing exactly that's my point like it's it's kind of ridiculous like yeah it's it's fodder i get it it's great for the it's great for like the news outlets they they got they're running wild with it in a stunning wait actually sorry in a stunning turn of events someone said that they couldn't get to the grocery store in downtown ottawa 
we'll have more at six, right? Like, during this during this blockade. Oh, I know it's uh, you know you know the thing about the media and even the political class in this country is they always want to be just like America, even though they will never admit it. And so the uh, Congress had their January sixth hearings, so of course we've got to have the drama that is going on. Yeah, it's right almost now. like that, isn't it? Yeah, like we got to have to have some sort of like par- parallel goings on where, but ours is like so lame. Like it's so lame compared to the American drama. You're right. I I'm convinced, you know, my, my final thought on like the, the convoy was like, I, I mean, I, I didn't have any issues with it. I think there was good people there. Do I think there was some bad actors there? Yeah. Which happens in many, many protests. Yes. yes. It has happened tons of times. We've discussed that. I think, you know, what happened was that the police or the authorities didn't think they would stay there very long. And I think as the days went by, they got more and more entrenched and they're like, no one's going to tell us where to go. So we're settling in. Right. And then it just got harder and harder for them to get it to go. That's a really good point. Yeah. I think that's part of what happened. You're right. Because you look at how, like, I mean, in all honesty, when they, when they did end up clearing the streets, there was literally, it didn't, I mean, it took a lot of manpower and and efforts, but it wasn't like it, it wasn't a gong show. It was no. they were pretty people were very civil and understood. And I'm sure if they had done that early on, it probably they all would have hightailed it out there, too. So I, I think you're right. And I think that uh, it was just as we're learning from one of the things we're learning from this uh, this commission is all of the bickering that was going on between the various levels of government. You know, yeah. the, the headline today was that uh, Justin Trudeau told Jim Watson, the Ottawa mayor, how Doug Ford is hiding because he's making, you know, he doesn't want to have any of the political, uh, you know, uh, backfire on it. Um, So, so it's becoming, you know, this, this branch wasn't talking to that branch and uh, therefore nothing got done. Exactly. Because yesterday Doug Ford came out and said that he was standing shoulder to shoulder with Trudeau and the decision to invoke the emergencies act. And then, like you said today, both Jim Watson and Trudeau were speaking negatively about Doug Ford. So it's like, well, he didn't, you know, we didn't feel he was shoulder to shoulder. So it's like, and shockingly, shockingly, the province of Ontario will not be appearing as a witness in this commission. So Yeah, that is interesting, eh? Well, not really. I mean, not surprised. Yeah. You think, you so. think Doug Ford's going to sit there? And, no, no, no. You know, my friends, I stood shoulder to shoulder and you're all champs. Yes. <laughs> hey, I I'm just going, need to be. My yeah. gosh. <laughs> hey, I'm going to the Ontario PC convention this uh, this weekend, so maybe I'll get some interviews for our podcast there. I, I, like, who is in the, I mean, isn't everybody in the Ontario PC caucus now? Who isn't in the PC caucus, I guess? No, this is for the convention, though. No, I know, but like, that's what I'm saying. Every, like, they don't even need. They don't even advertise that stuff anymore because they kind of run the show big time in Ontario. So, yeah, that's true. I don't know. I I, got I, a, I hadn't heard anything about it. Maybe I'm just out of the loop. I got a delegate ship. I had to run for a delegate ship, even though I'm a former party. Seriously, I'm a former party president. I'm a former. Oh MVP. boy, here we go. Hold on, hold on. Start again. Wait, hold, hold on. on. Get the piano going, please. Start again. I'm a former party president. I'm a former MPP. I'm a former cabinet minister, and I still had to run for a delegate ship. What do you think of that, Jody? Wow. 
that's uh that's just that's just <laughs> ignorant so who do i need to talk to to get that fixed <laughs> no you, know, you tell me the name i'll make the call right now thank you okay well i don't think we have to worry about it <laughs> where is it anyway I'd it's like to... at the uh it's in mississauga it's by the airport uh at the congress center there it's at the best western <laughs> yeah. in rooms 506 and 507 they have a connecting door and then there's the Arby's right next door. Exactly. Actually, I like Arby's. So I love Arby's. Hey, did oh. you did you ever? I think I heard this from somewhere. When you think of Arby's, the initials of that are R B, which is roast beef. Oh, I had no idea. Somebody said that to me the other day. I couldn't get over it. Why didn't I know about that before? Arby's, roast beef. Arby's. Roast beef. By the way, I don't know if you know this, but one thing was a game changer. And I just found this out from a buddy of mine. And I do this all the time now. It's like I'm huge on the regular beef and cheddar there. The bigger one because you get it on that onion bun or whatever. But Ooh, yeah. the secret is you can add. I didn't know this. You can add shredded lettuce. Game changer. Really? So good. Oh, yeah. Game changer. Hey, you know what they have in Brampton? They've got an IHOP in Brampton now. No way. Yes, it's true. Oh, Heaven forbid you invite me for breakfast. (laughs) Well, after the Brampton elections, either Mayor Brown may invite us or may not. Who knows? What do you, what do you, by the way, speak, let's talk municipal elections for a moment. Um, I saw an article online because there's a lot of, a lot of municipalities have gone to online voting, a big chunk of it now. Um, I saw that, uh, I don't know if this directly is related, but Toronto advanced voting or pre-voting is down 30 percent over the 2018 election um they were predicting record sorry record low turnouts i know in our community here i I don't know what it's like or what you're hearing elsewhere but in our community here you know we're on pace we're a week out we're 100 percent online here in the belleville city of belleville you can use the phone or vote online online voting's been open for for a week now it's open till next monday so two weeks total we're on pace for about a 35% turnout. Is that good or bad for your community? That's horrific. Yeah. That's horrific. We have eligible voter, a 38, no, 39,000 eligible voters. And as of today, just under 7,000 have voted. Why do you think that is? I think, I think personally, I think online vote, I think when you make things, people think when things are easier, that more people will do it. I actually think the opposite. I think you make it easier. I think people get lazier and they forget to do it. So I'm not, I think that we need to have, if somebody wants to show up and fill out a ballot, we need to have that option. I th- I'm not saying get do away with online, but I don't think you can have it as the only option. Probably. Yeah, I was surprised. I was expecting to show up in person on the 24th, but I got my ballot, online ballot, uh, and I did vote uh, a couple of days ago. Um, and... I mean, it's easy. Um, oh, yeah. It's almost too easy, though. Yeah, it took me like a minute and a half. Like, no, no issues. Like, I'm not a conspiracy theory person about rigged elections, but honestly, like, I'm just like, I did mine, and I was like, whoa. I was like, this was really simple. And it just So you would not be in favor of adopting online balloting for national elections, federal elections? No, I'm, I'm not. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think that would be good for turnout. Yeah. Interesting. It's I I, we're going to have I'm expecting in the municipality on average that or sorry, in the province on average for Ontario that we're going to have 
some of the the high the lowest turnouts we've ever seen. Yeah. That's yeah, my prediction, right. which is pretty sad. And I mean, there's a lot of things lending to that. Like people are electioned out. We just came out of a pandemic. There's many things competing for people's attention. And quite frankly, I, I think people have lost lost a lot of trust in government. So they look at it and go, why would I bother? Now, they had a pretty exciting election in the city of Vancouver last week. Yeah, I, I actually I heard that that one, that, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I got the sense that there was a wholesale change there and that the the government or or the representatives are more leaning to the right side of the political spectrum now. Is that correct? Yeah, I think that is is correct. Uh, the new mayor uh, ran on a law and order platform, uh, more so hiring 100 police officers, that kind of thing. Nice. Uh, and, and about taxes being too high in Vancouver. Nice. And, uh, I think they had a wholesale change of, of the council as well. So he's got control of the council too. That's awesome. And it was, I was surprised because you would traditionally, uh, in my opinion, Vancouver, Vancouver would be more of a left side of the spectrum politically, would they not? Well, they certainly have voted that way. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, that's true. And uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm just looking up the, uh, yeah, Ken Sim was elected. Okay. Ken okay. Sim, and uh, so he's got four years to uh, to do some changes there. And uh, there was also a turnover in Surrey, BC. They, okay, they kicked out the mayor there. So it really was a definitely an election of change in British Columbia. So who knows what that'll mean for Ontario? Well, things have come full circle here, like in our area. Like we have, um. So in 2010, was not, when I was elected to city council, uh, the mayor's race was between Neil Ellis, who was the incumbent, and the challenger, Mitch Panchuk, and right. Neil won by a landslide. And then fast forward in 14, both Neil and I stepped down from council because we both ran federally, Neil for the liberals, myself for the conservatives, and Mitch Panchuk got on council. And then in 18, Mitch ran for mayor. I also ran for mayor. And Mitch is now the incumbent mayor. But Neil Ellis, a two-term MP for the Liberals, is now running for mayor again. And I so, heard a lot of conservatives are backing him. It's, I would, if I was a betting man, first of all, I believe it's very, very close, like coin toss close. But if I was put on the spot to say, who are you going to pick? I would give the advantage to Neil I'm pretty confident on that. Hmm. You know, like a slight advantage. Again, I'm not saying not saying it's going to be a walk in the park or anything, but there has been a big shift for sure. So it'll be interesting to see how everything plays out. But, uh, you know, you just mentioned that there's been new mayors and some of those other municipalities, and I, I we could be staring at something like that here. So, and Well, we have six... Uh councils in Muskoka, seven, including the district. And I think in, Mo uh, I think there'll be some turnover. Uh, actually, there are a couple of mayors not running again. And uh, so including in my municipality of Huntsville, so there'll be a new mayor for sure. And uh, yeah, there, and then the district chair who's not elected directly, he's, a, he's elected by the, by the council uh, is, is, uh, is retiring. So yeah, there'll be some changes as there always are. Well, there's one there's one race I'm watching from a council perspective in Quinney West, which you're familiar with, where because mm -hmm. you know one of the biggest air bases in in our country, if not the biggest, is there in Trenton, um, which you've been to many times. But there's a gentleman there named Duncan Armstrong who is a past councillor, 
And he's running again because he, again, same kind of situation as I did. He, he, he ran for mayor after a term on council and then was unsuccessful. So basically hasn't been in there for four years and now he's running for council again. And I believe he's got a great shot. But the interesting thing, Tony, is he's not, he's very involved in the community. Like the guy does everything. Okay. So that obviously is a bonus. Very well known. Um, was a teacher, like just very well known, but he do, he's doing no signs. Hmm. And I don't believe he's even door knocking. Wow. And I'm interested to see if he gets elected. Like that's that, that really is changing the way. Cause that, that is not common for people to not do signs and not do door knocking and win. Like that would be, that would be a dramatic shift, I think. And, in the approach. Hazel McCallion used to, to do exactly the same thing, but she was so well ensconced. Yeah, that's Hazel McCallion. Now, if yeah. Duncan, I'll have to play this clip for Duncan because he'll be, he'll be like, oh, I'm in the same category as Hazel. Duncan, yeah. no. No. But, <laughs> but it'll be interesting, though. Yeah. I think people, I, I've seen in this, in this municipal election, on, uh, I've seen a lot of candidates um, not taking door knocking as seriously as they should. And I think they're going to be surprised on election yeah. day when they don't do as well as they thought they would. Well, as they say in the business, time will tell. And I don't know, I don't know who this was, but, and maybe you know this story, or maybe it's just a generic analogy, but I, I remember someone talking about this politician who got elected, and the next day after the election, someone saw him out knocking on doors, and they said, you just won the election, what are you doing? And he said, I'm winning the next one. So I don't know if that's a like just an analogy in general, or for there actually was a politician who said did that. I went, I used to go uh, in, in Brampton when I was the MPP, I would go to the GO train station the day after the election and thank people for their Okay. Support. Yeah. And people appreciated that. Did anyone ever not appreciate it? Well, it's Brampton. There's always going to be somebody not appreciating it. Sure. I find it hard. Wait a second. I find it hard to believe <laughs> that no one would appreciate you, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a lovely episode. Uh, oh. It's it's coming to an end, though. Yeah, it's we probably should wrap it up, unless yes. you got something else you want to throw in there. I no, don't. I just want to throw in, please, uh, I, we keep forgetting to say this, but please rate and review our podcast. That that would be helpful. Five stars would be nice from somebody or other. What are you getting, like kickbacks from Google now? No, I'm just saying. I, I notice other podcasts do do remind their listeners to do oh, that. Oh, so now we got to be like other podcasts? Yes, exactly. Yes, including the piano ad nauseum. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, so <laughs> this has been great, and we're yes. looking forward to having Steve on. Do we have any other guests coming up that we can tease, like they say in showbiz? Like. I've got a couple of feelers out and uh, I've got a couple of feelers for some new uh, sponsors too, Jody. Oh, I got it. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. We could, we could uh, use the money. Yeah, exactly. This is what this. Uh, that, ben that Bentley doesn't fill itself, does. if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> That's right. With all well, these. Actually, here, I got this text today. You tell me who you think wrote this. Uh, yes, sir. Send me an email and we will set up a meeting. This was on another issue. And then they wrote, did we get a podcast date nailed down yet? Who do you think that was? I have no idea. That was the MP for Bay of Quinty, Mr. Ryan Williams. Also, oh, yes. shadow minister for our shadow critic or minister, whatever they call it, for pan-Canadian trade. Oh, really? Yes. 
well, we need more pans and pots. And oh, I should actually we'll wrap up with this because I, we didn't talk about this. Any surprises in the shadow positions that were announced by Pierre? Recently? Well, I think it was all very well crafted. Um, yeah, I think most people are wondering what's up with Michelle Rempel Garner. Did she not get anything? She got nothing. Well, how? Why is that a surprise? I'm just saying. Uh, is that a joke? No, were you were you being were you joking I think, or? I think people are wondering, you know, what what's what other shoe will drop on that? But that's yeah. uh, we'll see. She's gone. She'll be leaving. Well, She'll take her ball and go home. Yeah, that's but, my prediction. Um, yeah, other than that, I thought it was uh, well crafted, and uh, the liberals tried to spin that. Oh, he, you know, he appointed I don't know seventy people to various positions, uh, you know, which is a you know very bulky, very bulky. Except that none of them are getting a pay raise, so why not appoint people to do different things? So it's not like uh, the liberals when they appoint their cabinet and then they have all these uh, parliamentary secretaries who get a bump in pay when they get appointed to that. So uh, I don't. Well, I, don't I tell you, you look down at the list of people that got, uh, you know, pretty good positions, and uh, again, yeah, yeah, most of them have been on our program. That's true. Blake Richards. Uh, Blake Richards. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Leslin Lewis. Leslin Lewis. She got transportation and infrastructure, I think. Yeah. Did Eric Duncan get a position? Yeah. Isn't he still uh, the whip or? I have no idea. Yeah. That guy's gone stuff. like silent. I never hear anything from that guy. I'm, I'm meeting him at the convention. What do you mean you're meeting him at the convention? He wanted to have a meeting with me because uh, of my well, role. I guess on now the fund. because, hey, you're, you're the head of the conservative <laughs> fund. Why wouldn't he want to have a meeting with you? Oh, yeah, like what benefits do I get out of knowing like being so close to you now and like you're the you're a big wig now like what what does that mean for me did we map that map that out at all or well I think uh I think you're proud of me aren't you that we're you know, you're my friend yes yeah <laughs> that's uh that's exactly it I, I I was having trouble identifying what it was and that's right I my benefit is I get to be proud of Tony that's, Thank you, uh, Jody. That's the nicest thing you've ever said. I've mentored you for three years now, and and it's good. It's time for you to fly from the nest. Actually, that's it's time right. For you to, it's time for you to spread your wings and go. If so. you if you love it, let it go. Yes. If it returns, it was meant to be, and if not, it wasn't. So. Something like that. All right. Well, this is our oh, last man. podcast, I guess. So. Well, listen. Thanks to Municipal Solutions. We really appreciate uh, their. Continued support and uh, Hunters Bay Radio, of course, huntersbayradio.com, where these shows are repeated on the air, 8.30 every Saturday morning. Yes, and uh, looneypolitics.com. I forgot to do that at the beginning. Yeah, Don't forget, you can use the code PODCAST to get 50% off your annual subscription. You'll get access to wonderful news items, including things like episodes of this podcast that you cannot hear anywhere else, videos, uh, blogs, just stuff that you cannot get without being a subscriber. So once again, the code is podcast. Get yourself 50% off an annual subscription at looneypolitics.com. So I guess we will do this again in seven days. And Tony, it's always a pleasure. It's my pleasure, Jody. Oh, sorry. Hold on a second. Hold on. Yeah. We will do this again in seven days. Enjoy the rest of your week, Tony. You too, Jody.